Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's so cute. I was like going to start recording a second ago, and then the I always get FaceTimes from Davide, like while he's at work, and it's either a crisis that I can't help him with, but obviously I just need to <laughs> be quiet and let him bitch about it. I did the same thing. Or there's a customer in the store that I know, and like someone that I haven't seen in like 15 years is in there. Someone who like. What, like just so cute it, the joy is of like somebody discovering him and then I don't know the whole thing is just so cute and it's so wild like when you marry someone who's like completely out of context like you know he doesn't know me through my 20s and this is somebody who like owns a streetwear brand that I used to like that I like modeled for like 15 years ago it's funny when those worlds collide okay so you know it's like first week of or what are we in the second week of 2023? I will say always like Q1 is always like a slow part of the year. But guys, I am way more on top of things than I was in 2022. Okay. So two weeks in and I'm going strong. I also have not had coffee. You hear that? And I'm someone who loves a coffee. I do like two a day. But I do this pretty often where I will go off of coffee and I was noticing, I like talked about it a little bit on Instagram and people had some questions and so I'll answer them. First of all, like I'm not a doctor, like I don't fucking know shit. Like I see things on Instagram sometimes that say that coffee for girls with PCOS is not good because it spikes your cortisol and, you know, then you're drained the rest of the day and have sugar spikes and it fucks your hormones. And then I saw something else the other day that said like a cup of coffee is actually really good for girls with PCOS because it had some other, whatever, just fucking do what feels good. I'm going to tell you this. I was waking up and doing what Davide does, which is like dragging my ass downstairs and having a coffee on an empty stomach, especially before the gym. And I would get fucking jacked and go do my workout, which by the way, I don't do high intensity workouts. So it's a lot of, I mean, it's hard. It's like sit-ups and squats and weights, especially at my bar class, but it's a lot of breathing. You know, if there is like, sometimes he'll do like a spurt of cardio where we do jumping jacks, but like 
sometimes I'll do them. Sometimes I don't. Also, like I like to cycle sync. I'm not obsessive about it, but, you know, I make sure that the week before my period and during my period that I'm definitely having breakfast, that I don't do any fasting and that I am more thoughtful with my workouts. If I'm really tired and don't feel like working out, I don't. You just try to like listen to my body in those terms a little bit. Anyway, I digress. The coffee thing, I was noticing that I was completely depleted in the afternoon, like suffering, like how I felt all through high school, truly, which is just like after lunch, couldn't focus, blurry eyed, miserable, really tired, and then would have a, you know, weird funky time trying to fall asleep at night because all my, she was fucked up. So I've been having matcha. I get it from that brand. I think it's called Pick, Peak, Peak Tea. It's like P-I-Q-U-E, I think. I like that brand. They have tons of teas and shit that I like. But the matcha is really good. And they're in these like little individual packets. So it's easy for me to manage. Sometimes if I try to measure it myself, it's too much. And it tastes like dust in the water. And that's like not for me. But I can tell you that I'm not having crashes. I'll tell you right this. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. And I feel fucking awesome. I'm not tired. That's the opposite of how I felt a month ago. So I think we're doing good. Okay. So... I am going to answer your questions. I really want to do an episode on food and kind of like how I shop for food, but I think I'm going to have that be its own complete episode because I really want to provide, I'll I'll do an episode on it and then I'll map it with like a blog post about it because I feel like I've really nailed being able to shop for food and being able to like make meals through the week that are delicious and so nutritious and really good for PCOS and also really good if you happen to cycle sync, by the way, again, I don't take it super seriously, but like, you know, I'm in my menstruation phase right now, if you don't like to know. And brown rice is good for that. So I made sure that I got like the microwavable brown rice from Trader Joe's and I put some in some bone broth with some spinach and some chicken that I prepped today. And then yesterday I put the brown rice in a salad, you know, shit like that. So a lot of these questions are about kind of like how to do quote unquote, like wellness on a budget and like fucking Trader Joe's dude. I went on Monday and spent $40 and, or it was $45. And, and that's been, breakfast and lunch and dinner for not dinner every night. Cause we've been going out, but that's been breakfast and lunch for me the whole week and my mom. And then same for Carmela and her dinner. So Trader Joe's God, it's just really unbelievable. Okay. So the first question that I will answer is how to keep romance alive after baby. And I think something that's important to talk about in like postpartum body stuff is like, unless you have this rare occasion, it's unfortunate that I know people whose 
have gone through this where their husbands kind of like said something about their bodies and those men should be fucking castrated. But I think confidence is fucking key, my friends. Okay. Confidence. You don't need to give birth to a baby and, and talk about feeling like shit. I mean, you can, but talk about like your body looking a different way constantly in front of your husband. First, as somebody who did that and had like an open, honest conversation with him about how much it bothered him, like he doesn't, they don't care. Like they watched you give birth and most people, most partners are so, you know, if impressed and enthralled with your motherhood and what you are being capable of doing and you are both doing your best and you're in this together. And I think really the being confident about that and trying to do things that make you feel good. Like, obviously I'm constantly in sweatpants, you know, like that's normal, but like, I definitely think like what I've found that makes me feel better. And like, I, I don't know how to say anything without being nervous about shaming somebody else, but like, you know, putting on like a cute pair of sweatpants and like maybe just putting on like some tinted moisturizer and like a little bit of blush, like doing things that make you feel good and put like a little bit of like a pep in your step, I think are really helpful. And then just like date night and like wear something nice on a date, something that makes you feel really good. And if your body, like, I'm not talking about like gaining weight, you know, our bodies change, like your boobs change and your hips have, have shifted. And like, you know, you're just in like a different, like even on TikTok right now is like the pregnancy nose is like trending, like shit is crazy. <laughs> like, but like, it's, te- it's so temporary. So I think like what we were really good about doing is like, kind of like continuing date night. Like as soon as I was ready to leave the house, I'm not a good example. I get stir crazy. I have anxiety about sitting around and I did a lot of sitting around, like obviously in like the month leading up to my birth, which I was like working from bed or watching binging television or whatever. And so like a week after I gave birth, I was like, I got to get out of here. It was like way more time than I was used to being like inside and in my bedroom. Again, I am an outlier here, but like we took the baby and like went on a date and I've seen like more parents do this. Like, obviously you don't want to bring your baby in a place that's not safe, but like, you know, it was summer. So we sat outside and nobody touched her and whatever. And it was like, felt really nice to connect with my husband in that way. And then we kept doing that, like as often as we could, like bringing the baby, you know, when they're so little, they just sleep and you're not really, you know, you know, it's not like a thing where they're like a toddler and need a babysitter. So I would say like keeping it romantic, like postpartum, like if you can watch what you say about your body to yourself in your brain, watch what you say out loud in front of your husband, they're not noticing anything, you know? And I think just being like having this ownership of being proud, knowing that you're like on a journey, if you're like, if you prefer your body to where it was before you gave birth, like giving yourself grace to get there. And in the meantime, knowing that like your husband wants to like make love with you as soon as you're ready, like anytime you were willing. And so, you know, I just made sure that like when it was time, you know, and like the six weeks had passed that like I would 
you know, put on like a pretty lace nightgown before we went to bed or which, yes, I had like my nursing bra on, but like, you know, as soon as I could take off my diaper, I was like putting, you know, my like little lace booty shorts back on when I could. And just like little things like that to just like send the message that like I'm feeling myself and like, I'm here and like, I feel good and I just want to feel good with you and we should feel good. And like really initiating date night, I think is also so connected. Someone, some big time CEO guy, Ami Song posted in her stories a couple days ago. He had posted something on Instagram about this mandatory rule that for the last 40 years, that Tuesdays were a non-negotiable date night and that he would leave his office at five. And if someone came to him with a crisis in his office at 445, they had 15 minutes to come, you know, to like figure out a solution or it was being handled the next day because he was leaving at five. And he was like, I will have no regrets about, you know, I will, you, someone can always regret not spending enough time with someone, but you will never regret leaving work early to spend time with someone. And so I thought that was really special. And it really like stays true to like keeping like a little bit of like a spark alive. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I love this app. I love Rocket Money. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like, you know, that streaming service that you bought to just watch one show on or that free trial that you never used. Like the app notified me today I was about to be charged for something I forgot I signed up for a year ago and it was $200. Thank God. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Pia. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. And Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions easy as a click of a button. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel. And then Rocket Money cancels it for you. The last time I did this was when I was getting a pedicure. And I literally just sat there like, save me money, save me money, cancel, cancel, cancel. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Pia. That's rocketmoney.com slash Pia, rocketmoney.com slash Pia. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. And they have tons of brands that you love, like Simple Mills or Sieti for all my favorite tortillas, or their own brand products are incredible. Like I get the canned pumpkin, which I'm using pancakes, or I give it to the dogs if they have upset stomachs. I get all my coconut milk from them. And as a Thrive Market member, I can save money on every single order. On average, I save over 30% each time. So I think like last time it was like a $50 save. It was unbelievable. And on top of the massive savings in each order, Thrive Market has deals that are incredible. They change daily and they can give you cash back on so many brands and they have price match guarantee. So not only does Thrive Market save me money, but they also save me time. I love the filters on the website and they also have an app so you can do gluten-free, you could do paleo, you can do non-toxic. 
incredible. You can also curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button. You know, I'm trying my best to be off gluten uh, and, you know, minimal dairy. So literally everything on the site is perfect for me. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need because they have a one-for-one membership matching program. You join and they give. So join Thrive Market today. Get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. When you go to thrivemarket.com slash best for 30% off your first order, please just go to thrivemarket.com slash best plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best. Thrivemarket.com slash best. You know what I mean? Tell us about your relationship with your mom. Have a good relationship with her, obviously. I mean, we live together. And that wasn't a plan. My biggest regret as like a daughter is that I've always been really snappy with her. We are two totally different people. Oh my God. Who was I talking to about this? Oh, my friend Pearl. My friend Pearl's mom is like her. She and her mom make all the beautiful Pearl jewelry that I wear all the time. Pearl is like really sweet and thinks a lot before every decision she makes, you know, she's very thoughtful. She is like, has this graceful energy where she kind of like floats around. And I'd known who her mom is for like 10 years, but we'd never met. And we went up to Los Olivos where they live a couple months ago. And I walked into the store and her mom, they have a store called Coco Bell. It's fabulous. If you're ever in Los Olivos, you got to go. It's the cutest place. And, you know, she and her mom run the store. And I walked into the store and her mom looked at me. And we've been like Instagram friends forever. And she goes, it's fucking you. And I was like, it's me, bitch. And we like hugged. And she was like, okay, come over here. I want you to try this on. Like, let's do this. Like, what's going on? Like, how's that going? Da-da-da. Oh, my God. Davide, get in here. Blah, 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 blah. And I looked at Pearl and I was like, your mom should be my mom. And my mom should be your mom. Because they have the same like tender, sweet, delicate, thoughtful, like more hesitant where like Pearl's mom and I are just like ready to like break through a wall together and like no fear on the louder side. I think what's been interesting about, you know, my mom and I've always been really, really, really close. We had a great relationship when I was in high school. I like never went through any sort of fuck you guys rebellious stage I missed them a lot in the 10 years that I lived in New York, but you know, we talked almost every day. I mean, I still will like call my mom, even though we fucking live together. Like I'll call her on the way home from a meeting and tell her about something. Like I call her, like I would call a best friend. And she always spoke to me in a respectful way. And she always spoke to me as a person. And I think that's really the main difference. She allowed me to make choices when I was in high school and always explained to me, that if I was bad and did bad shit, that my life would be harder for me. And if I made good decisions and shared with them what I was doing and was became trustworthy, that I would gain more freedom. And I had a really joyous high school experience because of that. I never wasn't like, well, I'm going to get in trouble. Or if I was out late and my, you know, was going to miss my curfew, I would tell them where I was. And they knew, you know, I, I never snuck out. They never I never lied to that. You know, I'd always be like, oh, I'm going to so-and-so's house. I'm like, yeah, you know, there will be alcohol there. So I'm probably, you know, in high school, like, duh, like obviously high school kids drink and I wasn't going to lie to them about it. And they always knew I was safe. You know, she was always explaining to me, you know, putting a little bit of the fear of God in me that 
you know, one irresponsible decision could change my life for the worse. And, you know, that happens to teenagers often and explained to me about, you know, having sex and why it was important to not, you know, like just, I mean, for her, you know, it was very, I mean, I think I would instill that same thing with my daughter if I didn't have a boyfriend in high school. So, you know, if I had like a serious boyfriend, I'm sure that conversation would be different, but like I didn't lose my virginity until I was a senior in high school. Anyway, you know, it was just very like to hold myself in a respectful manner that I'm special and to keep my specialness and that came in terms of, listen, all that, all that shit went out the fucking door when I moved to New York, but it allowed us to have a nice high school experience. And, you know, when I was older and made, and was crazy and drank and was loud or whatever, like, you know, I was an adult. And so it wasn't like I was having to not be like, you know, when you like grow up or you go to college and you're like, oh man, like I said that stupid thing last night or I made an idiot of myself. Like, you know, you're dealing with the consequences of your actions yourself. It's not like you're having a parent tell you that. So I think that really allowed for us to have a nice relationship. And I think the only strain that we ever have is like that we are fundamentally extremely different. She was always like, wait, what? Like, how are you doing that? And how like, you know, I'm always so straightforward. She's always, she thinks so many times and she never wants to offend anybody in the family. So she'll think a million times before they, like, I, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'll get frustrated and get really snappy because I'm like, what's the deal? Like, we're just trying to organize Christmas dinner. Like, you don't want to ask somebody to bring a fucking appetizer. Like why? Like, like dumb shit like that, where she's just very like, I don't know. I don't want to bother them. And da, da, da. I'm like, okay, all of this, this is like a four second conversation that you're dragging out into like a three day text thread. Like, Come on, let's keep it moving. And so I think we notice the difference a lot in our personalities in those certain moments. And I think she kind of looks at me sometimes and is just like, like, how did you come from me? You know, like you have this energy inside of you. And I think, you know, kids are going to be who they're going to be. I think I've been reading a lot about like nature versus nurture and I even noticed it with my daughter, like, and all my friends and their kids, like kids come out a pretty big percentage of kind of how they're going to be, you know, obviously there's a lot of things to account when there's life trauma or, you know, certain situations or whatever. But like, I think we can pretty much say like a shy person is born pretty fucking shy. Somebody who's going to be wildly outgoing is pretty much born with that kind of temperament. There's definitely like a, a temperament thing and very interested to see kind of what Carmela has been like, noticing her little like careful temperament she's like very careful she like sits in a corner and like reads her books really slowly and like plays with her toys really slowly and like loves to like complete a little project like she's not like all over the place she's she has a personality that I can tell right now is going to be like very different from mine and so it'll be really interesting to kind of see like what that means, you know, and how I parent her in that way. You know, we'll see. It's a very, it's going to be a very different. Yeah. And then like the next, well, like hopefully, you know, we have another kid, like what's that next kid going to be like? (sighs) Okay. Will you guys ever move to Italy? You know, we think about it a lot when it comes to how we want Carmela to, like experience high school. 
I do really think that it would be, I don't know, like when I, when I think about the high school experience that Davide had, I would like that for her. I would like her to, I don't know. I just feel like things are so much more intense here and like the school situation is so odd, right? Like you're either, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're like the public school in our neighborhood is fucking closed down. I don't really have an intense desire for her to go to some fancy private school. I, I also that like how like I can't imagine how expensive I, I don't. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, we'll try to get her into like a cute charter school. I don't, I just feel like all that stuff is different in Italy because you just go to the school that's in your neighborhood and it's much more safe. And, you know, you get picked up by your boyfriend or your, you know, your partner when you're like 13 on a Vespa and you have, this is Davide's experience, right? But I've noticed it when we're there and we're traveling, you become like a little adult when you're like 13, you know, you go to the square and you hang out with older people and you listen to their stories and you know, everyone in the neighborhood and you have your little crew and a lot of that crew has girlfriends and they don't have this whole like stay away from boys and girls thing that, you know, I think some people can grow up with here. And because of that, you learn at a young age, like Davide would have to go meet the parents and, and have a close relationship with the parents of the little girls that he dated at like a young age and would meet them so they could gain their trust. So he could like pick her up on his Vespa and take them down to the square so they can like share a gelato and like kiss in front of the church, like all that cute, sweet stuff. And we go back and forth a lot. You know, this is like a, we're very thankful to be in America and we have a lot of businesses here. So, you know, we won't, the opportunities that present ourselves in this country are obviously like much greater. I, I don't, I don't think we could really open up a GI store or any of that in Italy. I don't, you know, I don't know what the legality and, you know, I think it's obviously much harder to be an entrepreneur in a lot of other countries, like logistically. So our plan is to just, you know, work really hard and see where our businesses take us and then kind of like reassess in probably like 10 years. You know, I know like a big goal would be for us to have a place in Sicily, which by the way, like all those things that you see online of these places, you know, there's like apartments for like $30,000. So, you know, we at least want to make sure that one day we can own a little place there and have a place that we can consistently go back in the summer and that we can go to every other Christmas and, you know, she can have her experience being back and forth, hopefully. And what a fucking dream for her that she'll be able to have the best of both worlds. But I have brought up the option many times that, you know, to reassess in five years from now or 10 years from now or whenever we think it makes sense to if, if, it, if depending, especially, you know, what's going on in our country and what's going on in Italy. I mean, we also have to consider their politics. Like they have like a new fascist fucking president, you know, who like doesn't believe in gay marriage. I mean, I don't want God. I don't want my children growing up with that ideology of ever. Not even, I don't want them to be around, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I have thrown it out there that I would not have a problem 
at some point if it made sense for us to move to Milan, which would be Jesus. I mean, what a big change. It couldn't there. I couldn't imagine a bigger change, but why not? You know, I don't know. It, it depends on Davide. It really depends on Davide. It's definitely a interesting thing. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try after the recommendation of a friend because I was looking at her stories on Instagram and I was like, you're glowing. What are you doing? And she told me that she takes AG1 religiously. And I'll tell you this. I'm on that bandwagon now too, because what she said is the truth. When you take it consistently and then you stop, you feel the difference. It's unbelievable. Sometimes I take it first thing in the morning with water. It's super easy to throw into my smoothie post-workout. Sometimes I even like it with my lunch. Like I'll just chug it with some water before I have a big salad. My God, it makes you feel incredible. I bring it when I'm traveling. It is like a non-negotiable when I'm traveling because you know, you're dehydrated from the plane and then you're eating weird food. It settles my stomach and makes me feel fantastic. Fantastic. I very quickly noticed that it helps me with bloat and my hair, skin and nails. I'm sleeping. I'm not getting sick as much. My hair is fabulous. It's just all in all to die for. I can't think of any other daily routine that just pays off as well as AG1. I trust this product so much. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And that's athleticgreens.com best. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast.
Okay. How do you begin to become comfortable with being more in the public eye? Not well. I don't, I don't like it. And I'm not in the public eye, but I do think that I'm scared all the time. And I, you guys know this about me, that I'm just always nervous and take everything really seriously and that I shouldn't blah, blah, blah. Okay. Do you vision board or do specific things to manifest your dreams and goals? Yes, I do. First of all, on my phone, I have a little quote that says, I'm so lucky everything works out for me. And I say that to myself constantly. I live in a state of gratitude constantly. First of all, because I am full of gratitude. I have a beautiful, really blessed life. I remain in a state of gratitude. I just am putting together a physical mood board for my life. It's going on the wall of my office. My office the last two months has turned into a dumping ground for boxes and old shit, but I now have new filing cabinet and above the filing cabinet is a gorgeous blank wall. And so I started to put images in a little folder on my desktop that I need to print. And I am going to make sure that I look at that every day. I have a notebook, I'm a big moleskin girl. I've been a moleskin girl forever. I have them through like all different stages of my life. Oh, you know, what's so sad is like, so you can get this like thicker, hardback, small, it's probably like, I don't know, five inches by three inches or something moleskin. And it has an inner little paper pocket. And I used that as a wallet and like a journal for years. And I remember like one year it was cheaper for me to go to Paris when I lived in New York and was going to college and it was for me to fly home. And my girlfriend was doing a study abroad. So I went and stayed with her and had this cheap flight to Paris and did Thanksgiving in Paris. And I had this notebook where I wrote everything about my first trip to Paris. Like now I'm here and now I'm doing this and this is the best bite that I had. And you know, just things they were happening. And this is like before we had like iPhones didn't have like videos and shit. Like I think I had just had like a digital camera. Um, and someone stole it out of my bag on the subway. So somebody got my debit card that had like, you know, 150 bucks on it. But they also have all those memories. But I have a lot of them. And I think it's a nice, cool way to track your life. And there's no, you know, any time is a good time to start. It doesn't have to be something that you've already been doing. And so I have this moleskin and you know, the regular way that you would open it is like my to-do list. And sometimes I even like looking back at my to-do list or notes that I take on calls or like things that I'm working on. I like to reference them. And then I turn it around and like upside down and kind of go backwards on it. And that's like my personal life notes. And I do a lot of angel work. I pray to Angel Michael for protection. And I pray to Angel Metatron to move, you know, all time in space to arrange things to be where they're supposed to be, especially when it comes to, you know, like finances or wanting to like, you know, okay, let's say like, I want to raise money. Like I'll pray to Angel Metatron to like move all time in space to like visualize having the number that we need for, you know, Berenchini and Portico, like visual that, like visualize that going into like a bank account, like being really clear about that. I pray to Angel Gabriel all the time for communication, especially like every time I like send in a podcast, I do a prayer to Angel Gabriel that like what I'm saying is being received in the way that it was intended and with grace and love. And, you know, it's, that's a very helpful, beautiful, 
practice for me. You can buy angel books on Amazon. There's tons of them and you can read about what each of them do. And, you know, it's like, it's all just energy, you know, it's energy with intentional energy. And I find that that's really good for me to stay centered and to be focused on what I do and my goals. And, you know, if I really need to ramp something up or I'm having trouble with something in my life or I'm getting stuck, like I'll do those prayers like seven nights in a row. There's like apparently something magical about being repetitive and, you know, the doing something seven times in a row. So that's definitely, I don't know. It's a really nice practice that I like. And I think like just, you know, that kind of intention of doing everything like like it's a lot of visualization and it's just really helps you hone in on what's important. And it helps me feel like I'm walking with two feet on the ground and live with a little bit more intention. So I think that really, 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 really helps. Do you like your new face? Yes. I fucking love my new face. (laughs) Yeah. And then the other question is, do you ever get depressed and like, you know, yeah, But, you know, what I think is really, I think what's really, I really stay in a very positive mindset and I'm a mom now and I am really lucky that I didn't have any really intense postpartum depression. And I feel like I'm the type of person that is very like shoves the dark depressed feelings like deep into the pit of my stomach and just is like, let's just keep it moving. And I can be very dismissive of Davide when he is having a moment and he'll be very, you know, he's very smart and elevated when it comes to acknowledging those feelings. And he'll just be like, I need to feel my feelings. And I'll be like, what's the solution? Like I'm totally solution based. It's my form of coping. So I don't really have any depressive moments anymore. I obviously did like most people when I was in high school, for sure. Elementary school, big time. And then in my twenties, but in my thirties, the last like six years been pretty, I've been pretty like goal oriented and haven't even given myself the space to get to like a dark place. I mean, I occupy, you know, I obviously have days where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to chill today or I'm going to be easy on myself or like I'm going to stay home. But like I'm a very social person and I I pack my days with a lot of activities. <laughs> and so I think that also helps, to be honest with you, very much so. How do you plan to market your products prior to them launching? I think what people really like when you're launching a product is like being super transparent about the process of the product launching and why it's launching. I think like sometimes things can be too, you know, you'll like hire a graphic designer and be like, here's our social media plan. And then it's like teasing things, but they can, you know, even if they're like very branded and I definitely think that's obviously like very important, but I do think that there's something to really be said about like honest customer communication and getting people really locked into your story. Why are you developing this product? 
clearly there must be some sort of like personal reason why this product is important to you, you know, for you to invest your life, bringing it to the market. What was that process like? Are there other people who think this is important, who share this with you? Like, how did you build your team? Like showing all the parts of that as it's happening, I think is really cool and important. Okay. Then the last one is to talk interior design. I'm going to tell you my biggest tip for that. And I don't think that, I, I mean, I have a fucking pink kitchen that needs to be repainted and a house that I am dying to do so much to. So we, you know, I think we've been in here. Oh my God. I think almost five years now. And really what I think the best, what we've done and it's taken us a long time is to not like do it all at once and to really be item focused and to fall in love with pieces that we know we want to have for a really long time. So like I'm sitting on like a day bed in my office that I knew that I wanted in here. I also know that this will go in my next kid's room if I have another kid. And then this came in like a set and I was like, Oh, like I always love when you see like a little kid's room that has like two twin beds in it. Like, you know, if they have sleepovers or like if I have a girl uh, like next, like I would obviously want them to share a room, you know, just like I kind of think when I'm buying something like how can this move through my life? Like in the beautiful dresser that's in here. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, this, my office will be the kids room. So literally like the dresser that's in here is vintage from my parents. It's a beautiful big dresser. This will be the changing station and the, and the dresser for my next child. God willing, I have one. This day bed will be the day bed for that bedroom. <clears throat> the little desk that I work on is actually a vanity that I found at a vintage store and I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to keep it as a, I'll use it as a desk. And then when Carmela gets a little bit older, I'll put it in her room and it'll be like a cute little vanity where she can like have her little makeup and her little trinkets and all that kind of stuff. So I try to always buy things that can move as our life moves and transforms. And I always try to find things that are vintage. There's an account on Instagram called I Love Craigslist where she like sources cool shit that's on Craigslist. But like between like Craigslist and Offer Up and then live auctioneers auctions, like an estate sales. You guys go to estate sales. But here's the thing about estate sale. You got to get there when it fucking opens because there are estate sale hawks and they are there and they have purchased every fucking thing that you wanted. Okay. They're there the second it opens. So estate sales, estate sales, estate sales. By the way, they are all over the country. They're in every nook. I literally, I think there's a website called like estatesales.com or something. If you just Google it, it'll pop up and you type in your fucking area code or your zip code and like all the estate sales pop up. So, and they, a lot of them have like little previews of what's there. Estate sales, you guys, vintage stores, estate sales, like I also really, I like read something somewhere that this mom was describing, like putting together her nursery for her, her kid. And it was a bunch of cool vintage stuff. And she was like, it's really important for me, for my child to understand like the value of like an object and how you interact with an object and the history of it and how important that object is in your life. And, you know, as somebody who went to Parsons and like studied a lot of product development and a lot of design, like everything in our life is like 
a design, like somebody designed that for you to amplify the way that you navigate through your life. And so I want to be able to have Carmela have the items in her room, like evolve with her as she gets older or, you know, there's flowers on her vintage little dresser. Like maybe one day she's like, I don't fuck with flowers and we can paint it. And it could be like something that she understands the value of like making that object into something that like suits her for a different stage in her life. And, you know, I think all the little items that she has in her room, I got with intention, hopefully the same way the items are in this office to like last a lifetime. And I want her to understand those things and know that they're important and appreciate them and have a nostalgic feeling for the way she interacted with them when she gets older. And, you know, I like that. I I like to attach a lot of nostalgia to things. And I mean, I'm looking out of my backyard right now at like the white dining set that's in like the chaise lounge. I'm like, I got that shit on fucking Craigslist. And then I just had the cushions made. I got it for super cheap. It was in really bad condition. It was like all rusted. The chip was painting. And I was like, I like that the paint is chipped. I don't even think we need to refinish it, which saved me a lot of fucking elbow grease because I was going to have to sand all that shit down. And then I have a really amazing upholsterer. And we use umbrella fabric that's waterproof. That'll last forever. I did it in black because you know, the stains aren't going to show up on it instead of a color that, you know, like black and white stripe or whatever, like it gets dirty because it's outside. So, you know, I was just, I don't know. I, I try to, I try, I like, I like a project. And so when it comes to interior design stuff, I think there's no like rush to put a place together really quickly. I think it's always really nice to like look at a painting on a wall and remember where you got it and the circumstance in which you were in or how excited you were that you found it and what an accomplishment that was and to to wait for things to come to you. I hope that answered your questions, my darlings. I hope 2023 is going really well for all of you. We have so many amazing guests coming up. Like I am very shy about asking people to be on the podcast and I have let that go out the door. So now we have tons of exciting people coming in the next few months. And I always just thank you so much for listening. And if you like this episode, please, please, please rate and review. And I will see you guys next week. And that ladies and gentlemen concludes this week's episode of everything is the best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.